0: Welcome in, everybody, to the Creed of Crypto Podcast, where we provide immersive, essential, and evergreen strategies for the novice cryptocurrency investor. How are you doing? I am one half of your hosts, Broke Boy Crypto. I've got with me, as always, the bearded one, Crypto Ewok here, too. We have so much to get into tonight, just like we have the last couple of weeks with this FTX Sam Bankman Freed pill orgy uh situation and all kinds of different stuff didn't i didn't think i'd be talking about that on this podcast ever but here we are Here Um, we are. yeah we're not gonna get i I think we're gonna take a little bit of a different angle on this developing story than some other people are and i am sick of talking about it ewok is sick of talking about it i think we were discussing it off air and you might be sick of hearing it so we're it's not going to be the whole show but it's going to lead us into a more meaty more interesting topic so um Ewok, how you doing? Uh what are you feeling about the markets? What's going on with you? I'm
1: good. I'm good. Still hanging in there, waiting waiting for the the final nail in the coffin here so we can get this over with and and run and maybe that uh maybe that final nail is the uh Gemini episode that's mm-hmm. currently happening as well, you know. We'll see how that plays out. I I haven't heard a whole lot of fallout other than people can't get withdrawals from the um it's called the genesis platform Uh, yeah it's not gemini itself but gemini lends to genesis and you know another one of those central party risks that we've been telling people to stay away from
0: definitely is yeah and i like the term that you use there um I forget how you said it, but like the other shoe to drop. And many people, you know, it's like the first shoe was back in May to June with Terra Luna, Voyager, all these other scam artists with their um, centralized exchanges and lending platforms going out of business, Three Arrows Capital, all those places, Celsius, of course. Um, Remember those names. But then the other shoe to drop, obviously, has been FTX right now. And we saw we have seen new lows in this crypto bear market. Um, Before we get in, I just want to remind everybody we are at – BTC price of $16,670, It looks like it looks like a very minor little pump here in the last few minutes. Ethereum is trading just over twelve hundred $1,200 to twelve fifteen. It really felt like the bottom was going to give out today. <laughs> a lot of saw a lot of sentiment like that on Twitter, but it hasn't happened yet anyway. So before we get too far into anyway, it, I want to remind you again: I am Broke Boy Crypto. You can find me on YouTube and Twitter at Broke B O I Crypto. If you like this video, if you like the stream, please do like. Like it, obviously, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, and uh we very much appreciate it. And Ewok, let them know where they can find you as well, because you have a YouTube channel that we want to get people over to as well.
1: I do. Uh yeah, we do stream this on both of our channels. So, you know, we, we both appreciate the support. Whoever you're a fan of doesn't matter as long as we're getting the word out there. But I'm at Crypto Ewok, both Twitter and YouTube. So give me a like and a subscribe. Uh, the charity never hurts anybody.
0: Yeah, yeah hit, us up. <laughs> uh, hit us up on both streams. Uh, if you have any comments or questions in the chat, throw them in there tonight, although we do have a busy episode again, as I said. Uh, new time tonight, 6 p.m., got some other commitments, but we will be back to 8 p.m. next Wednesday, Eastern Standard Time. So first off, um, we're not going to spend too much time on this part before we get into the FTX SBF uh, Caroline, uh, stuff, but um, Ewok, you know, so yeah, we just said it a moment ago. Uh, new lows over the course of this last week. Obviously, the main catalyst has been the FTX crap. Um, trading at 16 and a half K BTC, which is a low compared to the rest. Well, actually, we went into the, the 15s last week. That's the yeah. technically new low in this bear market, but um, midterm elections in the US are now over. Uh, Republicans retain the house. Um, Senate goes to the Democrats. And of course, the White House is Democrats. Um, So that noise is finally over with. Um, There's a million different world issues we could get into. But I know you still think that the ultimate lows are coming. We've been banging the drum of them coming right here in this month in November all year long. And so far, looking pretty good on that prediction. Uh, but we've got a lot, you know, a lot more to come. Then December, we have another FOMC meeting on December the 13th and 14th, where we're likely getting at least another 50 basis point rate hike. Seems like maybe they could soften. I don't know. We're going to see, but at least 50 to 75, we think. So I ask you the question that we kind of focus on every episode at the beginning. You walk. Do you think uh, the lows are in? And if not, what does the re- I'll ask you this. What does the rest of the year, this next six weeks or so, look like to you? Well, for Bitcoin and Ethereum
1: um, and, and the other coins, I do not think the, the low is in. Um, I, I have said a couple times that I do think our hex bottom ha- has happened yeah. uh, only because there is so much buy support at the levels that they're at. When it does dip, it gets bought right back up. So you might catch a deal. Uh, that being said, I, I, I think, you know, getting in at these prices is, is pretty good deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. because it doesn't seem to want to go much lower so but yeah for the rest of the markets i i do believe that there's
0: there's more to come more downside yeah i agree with you and i think the troubling thing with that theory i guess sometimes to me and you know maybe i shouldn't appeal to authorities it's appeal to authority so much but it there seems to be a lot of people that believe that and have that sentiment that are smart and charting guys and everything and uh Sometimes to me it's almost like it, are, are there just too many people believing this and expecting it that it doesn't actually come? You know, um,
1: that's a possibility. I think. I, I think it could even go lower than what everyone's saying because you know once things start to to trigger uh, that whole cascade downward spiral can happen pretty quickly. Yeah, um, things get liquidated. You know, there's a lot of people calling 11K, but what happens if we go to seven? Oh Oh it's possible it really is yeah yeah, it's possible um you know just from all the fallouts from the ftx from the uh you know there's still going to be coins sold and and you know richard even said it the other day that he's like i hope the government sells all the coins that means they can't dump them later um so yeah get it over with yeah Yeah. get it over with they've got all those silk road coins that something's got to happen with uh so you know, and again, I I just said the other day. I said I think there's going to be another major event that puts us down there because I don't think the um, FOMC meetings or the the rate hikes or anything like that is going to get us there naturally. Something else has to trigger this, uh, so we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um no, I agree with you. I don't think like FOMC or anything would be like the big catalyst just by that announcement is, in terms of coming down or anything. But I think it could, you know, we've had an amalgam of terrible crap that's happened here recently that that you know, maybe we haven't seen the full effects of the FTX collapse just yet, you know. And and you are starting to see that like kind of sentiment bottom form. And I think some people might want to throw sentiment out the window because it's not on the chart or whatever. But I, I really think it is important and interesting to look at. And, you, and you're getting some of the people that stereotypically always just shit on crypto and shit on Bitcoin and everything like that starting to say things again. Just before we came on stream, I saw that our friend Charlie Munger um, Mr. Rat Poison himself uh, came out with some <laughs> new comments about how terrible crypto is and had another whole analogy about something about a sewer. I don't know what it is with him and sewers and rats when it comes to crypto, but we got to keep in mind with guys like him is he is 98 years old, which I did yep. not realize until the other day. Must um, be where he hangs out a lot, in the sewers with the rats. I guess yeah. so, yeah. Is that, maybe this what 98-year-olds do. I'm not sure. I guess. But, you know, we are starting to see more people like that come out you know, and, and and now, I mean, it, it's getting to the point where like if you tell somebody that you could you could actually say this is true even towards the top of the market the last couple of years, but it's starting to get to the point where like um it's I wouldn't be because I don't give a shit what anybody thinks, but that you would be embarrassed by like letting somebody know that you're involved in crypto or something. You know, it's now like there <laughs> Bitcoin's still around. You know, what I mean like people are starting to especially with this FTX thing. I mean, it's getting like you know, black eye, everything's a scam. You know, we're really starting to get that vibe out there.
1: Well, yeah, but then again, you point to them and all the hexagons that that hashtag hex users unaffected. I don't know if it's pissing people off, but it sure does seem to be getting some attention, especially in the the spaces online. So, you know, I I think you're going to see more of that you're going to hear the 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 you know the sky is falling and bitcoin's going to zero i don't think we've heard as much as we need to yet to signal that but you're right it is it is happening more and more they're coming out you know the worst thing ever worst investment ever but but they don't look at the charts and they don't see that every 4 years there's an 85% pullback uh with bitcoin and a 90% with ethereum and you know 95 sometimes with altcoins it's part, of right. the, it's part of the world that we live in and, you know, we know it, but those people that see those dips who are traditional investors just can't seem
0: to wrap their heads around uh, the fact that things can go down that far. Yeah, they don't have the stomach for it and aren't used to it, I don't think. And it's interesting because for people that have been in crypto that long, you, you know, you get a reminder of what a bottom feels like. And this is it. I mean, the, you know, a, a whole entire exchange going down like this, um, you know, I mean, now granted, it's not one that you and I were ever involved with. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess there was a lot of big ad deals. And now I I guess it's a good time to just start transitioning into this mess. But uh, the, the thing that I saw today, which is absolutely ludicrous, it's stupid is there all these ads, obviously, with FTX last year because they were more focusing on, you know, upping their brand instead of doing things correctly or anything like that. And they had Tom Brady, obviously, in an ad. They had Larry David. They had, uh, well, those are the two big alphas. I remember from it anyway. But they're actually being subpoenaed in this class action lawsuit. Like, you know, as if that they would be to blame for people deciding to sign up with the platform. I, I just, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I find that pretty odd. Well, first of all, I haven't heard that. So who's subpoena subpoenaing them? Um, I'll have to actually find it again. Um, th- but, so basically there is a class action lawsuit coming forward against FTX. So okay. I don't know who's so heading that ge- off.
1: The general public is, okay. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> yeah. That makes sense. Um, I don't think anything will come of it. They're no, probably neither. accredited investors. Um, and honestly, those guys are the ones, the, the Tom Brady's and the, um, Mr. Wonderfuls of the world because they're accredited investors. They're going to be made. Uh, well, they won't be made whole, but right if there's any money to recover, they will substantially get way more than the average person. Um, so, (laughs) you know, they do have a lot to lose, but I'm sure they put way more on the line. Right.
0: Yeah, definitely true. But, you know, I heard somebody make the comparison earlier and I totally agree with this. It's like, for how many years have athletes been on like McDonald's commercials or something like that? You know, those people are not going to be responsible if you have a, you know, um, blocked artery or something or, you know, it's just, you know, they got hosed as well. It's not really their responsibility, but. Well, it's like any other athlete who sponsors anything.
1: Um, Look, if something bad happens to that athlete, those sponsors pull their, uh, or, you know, they pull their mm-hmm. money really quick. So it kind of goes both ways. Um, they're just as, as you know, affected as everybody else. This wasn't something that the normal person could have stood back and said, you know, they're going to do this with all your money. But right, you know, it's a centralized exchange. We had no idea of the Ponzi game uh, or shell game that was happening in the background. Uh, you know. Over leveraged stuff going on, political parties, to different countries. Uh, you know, there's a lot, it goes deep. So, you know, yeah. I don't think anybody could really see the magnitude of
0: what was happening. Um, anyway, it yeah, Frail Boy it reminds me too that like the entirety, I think, of the Golden State Warriors were involved too, Steph Curry and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it it's, it's interesting. Uh, weird. Uh, we we've heard so much about this crazy story so far. Um, you know that, and I do mean crazy. Obviously, if you're in the crypto space, you do know some of what has been going on with this. It's not just people getting totally screwed out of their money. That said, is it technically their money if it's on an exchange? We're gonna get into that in a little bit. Which the answer is no. Spoiler alert! But yeah, um, spoiler alert! <laughs> but not your uh, keys, not your coins. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that is the bigger conversation that we're going to have tonight. We're not just going to have the conversation of like, Oh, you know, how do we regulate somebody like a Sam Bankman freed in in an exchange like this and everything they did was wrong and everything. We're going to talk about like why you shouldn't be messing with any of these places, you know, begin with, um, we're going to get into that, but first let's cover this mess a little bit more. So this FTX story has really, we, we have found out that, there's a lot more like glad handing and back door, back alley deals or whatever going on, laundering um, than we even knew to be true. Now, I do want to say one thing. There's been a lot of talk about Sam Bankman Fried being the second largest donor to the Democratic Party, donating like whatever, 40 <sighs> billion or something like that. Billion, I don't know, whatever. One of those no, 40 million, but still, yeah. it was the um, second largest donor behind George Soros. Yes. And then the other, the CEO, the other CEO or whatever from FTX actually was one of the largest donors to the Republican Party, too, at 24 million. So I, I did see that reported multiple times. So um, while Sam Bankman freed, you know, I, I I don't want to, and I know you don't either, Ewok, want to make this like uh, political or like partisan in nature with like, oh, yeah, they're bad because they, they uh, sent money to the Democratic Party. No, not it's, at all. We, we're not a fan of big government no matter what. So, I mean, they, they were funding, you know, both political parties majorly, mainly the Democratic Party. Um, but we're just seeing, like, a, a big mess here and just that there's a deal with multiple devils, it sounds like, with Sam Bankman-Fried. So what do you make of these stories of all these donations to the party, um, laundering possibilities, money going to Ukraine I mean I don't want to get way out of the realm of what we normally talk about but you know it's one of those things at this point where when you talk about uh can when you hear the word conspiracy theory now that's gone from like oh that guy's wacko to like oh that's likely true you know like (laughs) well yeah
1: and you have to kind of listen to a little bit of everything make your own judgments obviously but yeah I mean there's there's rumors of some of the money that the United States sent to Ukraine being filtered back through uh, FTX from them. Uh, It's not really conspiracy. I'm pretty sure that the wallets were were public addresses. So, you know, Mm -hmm. how far conspiracy theory can you go with that? That being said, now that money's gone, uh, are they going to ask us for more? Um, Right. You know, know, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with Ukraine too is... (laughs) now they're finding bombs that they are missiles or whatever that they may have used from us <clears throat> in Poland right. uh and they blame Russia so right. <laughs> you know how, how deep do you want to go with this for, for according to that we, you know but right. it, it all comes back to the the main thing is there's dirty players everywhere um and they're trying to get regulation against the things that we don't need regulation against right it, it, it it's <laughs> They're trying to protect us from ourselves when ourselves aren't the problem. You know, the people that hold their keys, that don't use those services uh, are the ones that are doing it right. Unfortunately, I just hope we don't take the brunt of their new regulations uh, that are put in place. And, you know, I worry about it because without some sort of centralized entity, that means the middleman, they can't make their money, um, yeah, other than taxes. And, you know, you have to pay your taxes, obviously. You know, I've never been one to to dodge that at all. Um, and I don't recommend that anybody else does either. If you have gains, you gotta claim it. Mm-hmm. Uh there are there are, you know, strategic ways to do it. Uh put it into a company and use that as your company income. And then, you know, you have other write-offs and things like that that you can offset them. You know, I'm not a tax advisor, but again, look into it, contact somebody, there's ways that you can, you know, avoid the massive 30, 40% taxes from just claiming a whole bunch of gains. So that being said, I won't, I won't stay on that subject. But, you know, I just fear that regulation is, is coming. Um I know that Sam was definitely pushing it, you know, he was in the in the Congress with the with the meetings and things like that, talking about exactly what he did. Right. right. So that's what I, I find harder to believe than anything. Um, you've got his girlfriend, Caroline, whose dad was a MIT guy who used to be the boss of Gary Gensler from the SEC. So it's a vicious circle. There's so many players involved um, and how deep it goes and how corrupt it really is. You know, you use your own judgment, but it's pretty deep state stuff. And, yeah, you know, I just hope yeah. they all fail. I want them all gone. You know, that yes. I think that would be ideal. We have a couple exchanges that we can get in and out of. Um, and then let's all be decentralized like crypto was designed to do. And like Richard Hart's been screaming for years. Um, that's what crypto was invented for. So stop injecting the middlemen. You know, we can't, we can't scream it enough. I feel like every week we have to remind people because yeah, we are getting new viewers. I mean, our outreach isn't as large as, as some of the other, uh, you know, personalities on here, but you got to scream it to everybody and let them know what the, what the risks really are when it comes to these middlemen. And it's not good. It's usually a never, never a good, um, you know, it's
0: never a good scenario. Right. Well, especially when there's so many new people still going to enter this space over the next few years. And I, I will totally admit that I take it for granted. Like when you know you get sick of saying like, well, not your keys, not your coins. And it just sounds like a cliche, but there's still so few people in this space that have no idea. And if, well, you know, go ahead. Yeah. You have to
1: explain what that really means. Cause to, to some people they're like, not your keys, not your coins. I don't get it. It mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to them. You have to really show them what that statement truly means. Um, and and explain that self-custody of your wallet that has seed words um, that nobody else can touch. That's what it really means. Get your money off the exchanges. And you do have to explain it because you're right. As time goes on and as prices go up, you know, more and more people get in. That's usually when they buy, right? When things are going up, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes the the special ones that can see it for what it is right now as a big dip. Um, And, you know, again you'll see a lot more people coming in as as the tide turns here so
0: yeah um yeah and i I think what probably happens is these new people come in and they do see some of these exchanges especially like a coinbase which is pretty aesthetically pleasing pretty easy to use for anybody that has used it say whatever you want about coinbase otherwise but you know it's sleek enough looking that you could mistake it for an ally or a discover or a Goldman Sachs bank or whatever, like some of these easy little bank apps that you have on your phone. Like, so people may just think that there's no issue leaving their Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever else just on the Coinbase app, you know, or God forbid, like crypto.com or and I'm not yeah. saying there's something happening with any of these places, but like, I, I keep almost slipping into the bigger point. We're kind of already talking about it that we're going to get to. And I don't want to yet, but Um, I I just want to say this And I don't want to get us Too off topic But this is just relevant (laughs) To where I am right now But Richard Hart In one of the spaces That he was on On Twitter the other day Which we're going to get to this again He's been on many of them lately And it's just Regardless of what you think of Hex or anything like that I don't care about that He has been spitting truth bombs to the people that are in these spaces and i want to give credit to it's uh kim.com and another guy that I'll, i'll look them up in a moment but they're running these great spaces to their credits and giving all these great people the platform and richard is coming on and yeah in his own way and in his own style yes but he's coming on and schooling all these people that are more legacy people that don't understand what crypto is actually supposed to be and showing how like Something like this that happened with FTX. If it was gonna happen, I'm glad it happened again. Flush them out. But he's getting to the point where somebody said to him, posed a question to him the other day, Well, you know, Richard, you can't you can't take credit and say that you knew that FTX was gonna go down. And he's like, Yeah, I can. And what he meant by that was not specifically, yes, I knew that FTX was going to go down, but he's like, For years, I've been saying to not be involved with these exchanges and don't have your coins on exchanges. So it could be it's any of them. It doesn't matter that it was FTX. I mean, it could have been. I I mean, I don't guys, it could be Coinbase. It could be Coinbase. Exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing
1: or Binance. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. You don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that that was pretty much it. Just
0: just the fact that like, yeah, he didn't call FTX, but it's like anytime you are in any of these, you are at risk. You just have to understand that. I don't know why people I hear all these traders even right now at this point of this market they have this big balance on there and oh, I lost everything that was on FTX. Like I don't, okay. I understand if that's the way you want to make your living, but like maybe change to penny stocks or more volatile stocks or <laughs> something like that. I don't know what to tell you, but like yep. stop leaving stuff on there. Yeah. You know? I
1: agree. I agree. Can we get to this question real quick? It'll take a, yeah, yeah, a minute yeah. to answer. Uh, frail boy says thoughts on metaverse to or sandbox. Um, I'm going to have to divert back to what Richard Hart said because he's been right about just about everything um, and basically says the metaverse is a big nothing burger. Um, you might be able to make a little bit of money here and there, but you know, essentially the metaverse is equal to the old chat lobbies of the IRC with screen names and icons that, that can talk to each other. Um, He seems to think it's going to be nothing. We'll see how it plays out, but I don't get myself involved with any of those. Uh, How about,
0: how about you? Um, While I'm aware of these two tokens, I don't have a lot of experience with either of them. I, I I will say that I know a bit about alluvium. Um, ILV is the ticker on that. And I know Kieran Warwick is the guy in charge of that. I, 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 I'm intrigued with everything I've seen with alluvium. And I think it might be a standout when it comes to any, uh, game type tokens, but possibly the next bull market. And it, um, you know, right now is dirt cheap, not financial right. advice or anything, but yeah, I'm not going to pretend I know something I don't know, but that is one okay. that has interested in me. Anyway. And, and Decentraland is uh mana, right? I believe, I believe so. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, as for, as far as price performance goes on the next, on the next bull market, you know, they'll probably go up in value. Uh, But will they stick around? That's the thing. Yeah. You know, if if you're going to buy bottoms and sell tops, anything is good. Exactly. Uh, But hanging on to them long term, uh, you know, Zuckerberg just laid off 11,000 or so people uh, who were working in the uh, meta. Now, I don't Mm -hmm. know if that was all the Facebook platform or some of the metaverse stuff that, um, you know, that they were also doing. Uh, but that, you know, that that says something there, too. So anyway, yeah. I just wanted to touch on that real quick while it was there and we forg- didn't
0: forget about it. I do personally think that GameFi is going to be a I don't know enough about what you would consider metaverse and what isn't metaverse and all that stuff or anything. But I do think that GameFi is going to be a thing. Uh, over the next cycle, and I think there's going to be intriguing options. Like you just said, Ewok, I mean, these are all speculative vehicles. Um, If you hold something that goes up in price, yeah, that's good for you. Um, But that's the thing is knowing which one it's going to be, which is obviously a test. So yeah. Um, Yeah. rounding off on this FTX thing, something that's really irritating me a bit about it, and I'm sure you would probably feel the same way, is um, almost instantaneously you're starting to see these like – Sam Bankman freed apologists out there, which I, I don't understand at all. Well, I saw a tweet from all Coin daily. Um, one of them that, uh, basically culminated at the end of the sentence was saying that there has to be a road to redemption or something to the, to the effect, you know, like for them, you know, for, for Sam Bankman free. Well, no, um,
1: for them, they need to apologize to people for pushing that shit yes. and all of their referral, um, links, because that's how the majority of these guys make their money. Yes. So as far as I'm concerned, their apologies don't mean shit. No. They're the ones that were getting people wrecked with the uh, um, with the referral links, shoving them in that direction. So I'm sorry I cut you off, but that pisses, I agree. That's what pisses me off.
0: Yes, it's these people that are put putting their fingers in the mud all this time, and then. Thinking that they could just back off of it. And you know, it's not a secret to anybody anymore. I mean, like with Twitter and everything, you can really get the energy and and be able to read the room. Those guys get ratioed on half their tweets because everybody knows they're, you know, I mean, like who they're paid by and everything. But like to, to obviously they're saying that because they've, you know, shilled that product and stuff like that. But also, you know, I remember people saying, This is a weird comparison, maybe. But with uh, Louis C.K. a couple of years ago, the comedian, it was like, uh, you know, there has to be a road to redemption. And yeah, for a guy like him, after being chastised off the face of the earth for a year or two um, for some somewhat strange sexual misgivings, um, yeah, eventually he should be allowed to walk and breathe again. Um, Sam Bankman-Fried committed something a bit more sinister than that. It had happened like a week ago well that we now know anyway right um so yeah maybe a redemption day can come but i don't think anybody really wants to hear that right now
1: no Um, too soon you know that whole (laughs) yeah people are 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 still trying to figure out how they're gonna um recoup all of the money that they just lost I, i think it's too early for any kind of redemption the guy really needs to sit in jail for a while um all of these guys do and none of them are they're right. all on the run i know <clears throat> and, and and who knows where sam is i've heard rumors of uh he's still in the bahamas where they're keeping an eye on him but yeah. somebody with that much money and you know all the extra money that was filtered out of there through the extra back doors was going to their accounts so you know mm-hmm. they they took what was remaining and and supplied themselves with a nice little couple hundred million dollars of funds right i'm sure they're all i'm sure they can leave the bahamas there. yeah yeah they are they're they're on the run you know but yeah and then there's other rumors of him being in argentina uh where their flight or their their private jet was in argentina at least who knows who was on it or or for what reason but
0: yeah yeah um uh, i saw somebody uh, uh, apparently tweeted a picture of what was him today in the bahamas at some store um, I don't know if that was legit. It could have just been some other uh, strange-looking man, but uh, I don't know if that was him or not. But anyway, yeah, he's on the run. Doquan's on the run. Mashinsky's out there. What's his name from uh, Three Arrows Capital, who's now coming out and criticizing Sam Bankman-Fried as if he's done nothing wrong now. who's uh, Zuzu. That, uh, he's, he's, uh I, I can't keep track of them all anymore. I forget yeah. where he's from. Um, I yeah, think he's a from- Voyager. Oh, Zusu. Right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think he's Voyager. Three arrows capital is um ah real normal name. I can't think of it, but really smarmy stuff coming from him right now. He's literally on the run and is just did an interview with like whatever I don't even know what it's called, the squawk box or some crap, some some uh MSNBC or CNN. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what it is. I've but heard he's of doing it. an interview and he's like out there um somewhere. I, I don't hmm. know. And he's just crapping on Sam Bankman Fried when he's done similar things so
1: well um, from what i understand it, because I, I think ftx and alameda were part of the reason three arrows capital you know they got busted because right. of what they were doing so they were all leveraging each other
0: uh you know oh, that to, is suzu yeah that yeah he he's the yeah he's the um I thought sorry so. to interrupt you but yeah he is the ceo but I, i'm talking of uh Kyle Davies, that's Kyle, Davies. Kyle okay. Davies, he's the co-founder, anyway
1: Yeah, there was a couple of them, but I, th- I think Zusu was the, the main guy But either way, um, yeah, they they all caused, they're causing each other to fail Like, they were all borrowing mm-hmm. money that wasn't theirs uh, And then over-leveraging it So, at, as we said, when one thing happens, the dominoes really start to fall uh, And when the tide goes out, you're gonna see who's not wearing any swim trunks, you know And and that's what's really what's happening. It's just causing a a domino effect of uh, which one's next. And there will probably be another one. Again, if it's this Genesis platform, that could be, you know, the next one. And we we, we probably ought to look up to see what other
0: centralized lending platforms are out there. But there there could be a bunch more. Yeah. A lot of people like to apparently swim in the ocean naked from what it appears. So uh, that's where we're at right now. But yeah, again, and that brings us to the broader point here. You know, I would like to get your take on this, Ewok. And you can have like a balanced, a balanced approach to this, I guess. But like on one hand, you feel bad for the people, obviously, that lost any funds on any exchange ever, and regardless of the amount, if it is something that happened in this way, you know. On the other hand, um, if you spend six months around crypto, even I would say maybe even three. And have any basic understanding of it, I just can't, can't find it within me to understand how somebody would be leaving funds on exchanges. I, I just, you know, I, I'm about a lot about self-ownership and accountability and everything like that. And I just can't understand um these swaths of people that have way more money than mm, you should probably even have in one of the banks that you are associated with on an yeah. exchange. I, I I can't understand it. So like I, I guess I feel bad. For some of them, it, it's all circumstantial, right? But um, I don't know how at this point you could have substantial amounts of money on any exchanges, e- even before this happened. But yeah, especially now, you know, I don't get it either. Um,
1: and for some of these people, that if if that's really what they want to do, uh, I saw Johnny Chaos said something earlier this to the same effect: is if that is what you want to do, then get out of crypto and go back to your bank.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like what I said earlier. Yeah.
1: You know, you shouldn't even be here, mm-hmm. um, you know, for, for me. Now I, I did a very similar thing. I, I put money into a platform and, you know, didn't know any better. So, I, but I can't, you know, use the, I didn't know any better anymore. That's mm-hmm. how you learn. And unfortunately that's how we shake out every four years. Things like this happen. People get washed out only the strong survive and then you get a whole new breed, and it's going to happen again, dude. It's right. going to happen again in the next bull cycle. People right. are going to get caught into things that they really shouldn't be in, um, and gonna use the "no one told me" or whatever it might be. Uh, you know, it'll be a different game, a different mm-hmm. something. Uh, you know, but they always kind of copy paste and and reframe what narrative it is, but it's the same outcome almost every time.
0: Right. Did you see Johnny Chaos is no longer on Twitter either, by the way. I saw that. Which we're going to get into um, the reason possibly why here in a little bit. Not with him specifically, but in general. But um, yeah, transitioning a little bit even more to that bigger argument or that bigger thesis is I'm convinced that these people just don't really understand what crypto is or what it's meant to be. There's way too many legacy TradFi people like the mr wonderfuls and all that of the world that are getting involved in crypto and hey i'm not gatekeeping anybody i mean you can do whatever you want to do but these people are getting involved that don't understand what crypto is actually supposed to be and trying to turn it into legacy finance which is what we all don't want any part of anymore <laughs> you know that's why and we're it's here like exactly yes yeah. and again and i saw some good tweets um i forgot i forget who who did say this but you see the sentiment of a few places, but how, you know, none of this was Bitcoin's fault. None of this is Ethereum's fault. This isn't crypto's fault. These are like bad actors from legacy finance that are leveraging their way to more riches and screwing over as, as with much economic things in the United States, it's a, it's a class war, you know, and who do you know? You know, it's about that. But, um, this isn't what crypto is. Like none of this stuff is what crypto is. Exchanges are solely meant to get in and get out. I've We've talked about stable coins as well. We did a little bit last week. I feel the same about that. I try to use them. Obviously exchanges, there's much more risk, you know, leaving your stuff there. But with a stable coin, I'm not really a fan of like buying thousands of dollars and even USDC and just letting it sit for a while while I DC into the market. Some people are. That's fine for you. But I just want to control my own stuff and have it in a token that I feel confident in. That's what crypto actually is and actually owning your keys. And that brings us to Richard Hart, creator of Hex, creator of Pulse Chain, which will eventually be out, um, which we're going to talk about tonight. Um, I think he's getting more good cred and more notoriety right now as these other suits from legacy finance that are supposed to be the people you trust because they look a certain way or act a certain way or whatever that Richard Hart doesn't. Um, I think he's starting to get more credibility because people are realizing what these places are doing because, yeah. you know, for a whole exchange to go up in flames like this and Richard Hart has been on these spaces the last few days. I wanted to real quick just say who it is that's heading these up because they are awesome and they're really giving a, a great platform to. Um, His name's Mario. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mario mm-hmm. and Mario God, and Na- Narwhal Alf. or something like that. <laughs> it's not narwhal, but yeah, <laughs> close enough. Um, yeah, but he no, he is kudos fantastic. to him. Yeah,
1: he's yeah. he's doing great things, uh, leading some really good spaces, uh, mm-hmm. having some really good guests on that that do know their stuff. Um, and Richard, you know, he was he was the one that said, Hey, I see Richard Hart's in the room. I want to invite him up. So he sent him a message. Yes. Um, and and you know, he's even enthralled with with the words of of mr hart and uh yeah it seems a lot of people are starting to learn um and i honestly think that you know richard said some time ago uh, you know this goes to the whole um outrage marketing that he's been doing with the 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 fancy clothes and the buying all kind of crap and um (laughs) he said until i find a better way I'm going to keep doing this until until that happens. But I think we found a better way. And that is right. him getting into these spaces um, and and just spouting truth because he's you're right. He's spitting fire. Um, yes, he is. He, and a lot of people, you know, might not like his delivery. A lot of them comment on his delivery and said, you know, Richard, I like what you're saying, but you really have to be a little bit more. um understanding to the people that are really hurting right now and Richard's he's like out of here, Fuck you. Boy. get out, here, like, get out. I don't care I've been <laughs> warning these people and they're not listening to me so I'm not gonna be nice to them I do yeah. feel bad that they've lost their money uh, yeah. but it's time they start to listen because when I was nice about it nobody listened to me so now I'm gonna do it this way and you know hopefully from me yelling from from the rooftop and giving you the truth that you need to hear, Hopefully it's going to catch some people's attention. And I really think it is working because I see, um, I think he's gained honestly 30, maybe 40,000 uh,
0: Twitter followers in the last week, week and a half. Oh, I totally believe it because there's thousands of people in these spaces. And he spent two hours on the one that I just linked uh, the one really good one in the chat here for everybody on, on my side. If you, um, I don't know if you can see it or steal it from me and put it in yours too. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's, it, yeah, and thank you, More Hex. Yeah, I just saw your comment. Thanks for checking it out, man. Um, but yeah, I, I shoot. Where was I going with this? Oh, there's thousands of people in these spaces, so it would see. And and for anybody who's ever attended a space and had a chance to to talk to a lot of people and say something kind of good, you'll know that you start to get followers like immediately. I don't know what the retention always is on that, but for Richard to be doing what he's doing and these big rooms, he he's he's gaining followers. And yeah, there are people. There are people that whine about the way that he says things, but there's also more uh, regular people that uh, um, are qualifying their statements a little bit better and saying like, Hey, um, I do wish you would present it in a different manner. However, I do see that the points that you're saying are obviously valid with everything that we have seen. And the message, what the message is saying is more important and more clear to me than the way you're delivering it. And that's the, where I think you have to get to, um, in this scenario with him. I mean, it just is. I don't know what else to yeah. tell you. And, and I agree. I mean, like people aren't going to discover, you don't know what you don't know. And people aren't going to discover him and discover that message and stuff without him being in these rooms and being the kind of guy he is. If he was just dry and not saying it with passion or anything, then, you know, nobody would really listen. So yeah. there's value to what he's saying, even if he's cussing and swearing and sounding arrogant on the way to doing it. The message at the end of the day is a good message, and that's what people have to focus on.
1: <laughs> and, and like today, you know, he told someone <laughs> to suck their balls or his yeah. to suck his balls because the guy wasn't listening and he was arguing and calling Richard a liar. So, I mean, I would get pissed off too if somebody was calling me a liar when there's flat-out proof that there's a disclaimer. Um, you know, yeah. that was one of the things the guy kept saying. There's no disclaimer anywhere that says you could. But it's all over the website. Um, it's at the bottom yeah. of the – it's everywhere. Um, and I think he was, that guy was really put in his place by many of the hexagons after that. Uh, they tweeted, oh, he him got f- ratioed
0: to hell. Every single tweet <clears throat> oh, that he had. Yeah. Oh my God. Everything.
1: Yeah. And they did from the Wayback machine. He's like, Oh, well it wasn't there at the beginning. So they pulled out the Wayback machine from December 6th. I think it was of hmm. 2019, which was three days after it launched. Uh, and sure enough, that disclaimer was there. Uh, right. so, you know, I, and, and then he made a comment like, well, I just, I feel, I forget what he said. I, I, I feel disappointed or something like that. Now, I don't know what he what he was disappointed. I, I stopped reading after that. But, you know, yeah, I, I agree. This is the definitely the way to, um, you, you know, and he, so here's the thing. When he's dressing flashy and buying all this stuff, he might be getting eyes on people that aren't even in crypto, which is great. But that brings a lot of people into the space that really don't know what they're doing. Um, So there's a lot of education cost, not really cost, um, but acquisition. You know what I mean? There's a lot of time and energy uh, that's devoted to no-coiners, which there's nothing wrong with that. And honestly, I would rather onboard a no-coiner anyway, because they're not going to hear of all these things that Are probably gonna get them wrecked you know I if I can lead them in the right direction and show them you know what I'm doing um, you know I I think it's a lot easier than someone that's got a lot of bad habits that wants to use every exchange and leverage and uh, you know their buddies are trading and claiming that they're making money Uh, it just gives people bad ideas but at the same time when you're in Twitter and mostly crypto Twitter um, those people know what they're doing. They know how to open a wallet. They know what they're doing. They know what Uniswap is. Um, there's very little cost of, you know, acquisition as far as – and it's not a cost. Don't I mean, don't take that the wrong yeah. way. Um, but it's the time involved. Um, and unfortunately, you know, <laughs> all this stuff coming with the, the inquisitive letters from the SEC – isn't gonna make things any easier. So
0: I'm sure we'll get, get
1: there, there in a few. We're
0: gonna get there in a minute. Uh it's Maddie Greenspan, actually. Um, the the person that went toe-to-toe with Richard today, uh at Maddie Greenspan. But yeah, he um another thing that was interesting is how he um got upset at Richard for his <clears> language <throat> and then just beginning began hurling F bombs at him over yeah. and over back yeah, at so kind of, was kinda of weird. Kind of funny. Um but I think that where it started is Maddie was really um Really uh, defending what was going on with Gemini, Genesis, and Gemini right now to no end. And Richard was wondering, like, you know, I think that's when he said, like, something about Maddie's potential relationship with the uh, uh, Winklevosses and probably said something weird and funny. Um, but yeah, Maddie's last tweet here from three hours ago looks like he said, I guess Richard had tweeted out Maddie's stuff um, and was just. Talking about some of the things that he was saying, mm-hmm. and said this registered investment advisor is what's wrong with the world. Meaning, Maddie, yeah, yeah, and he was
1: giving out all his Etoro links, and is that what you're referring to?
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. I, and then Maddie retweeted it and said, "Thanks for sending your army after me today, Dick." Picked up a few hundred followers. I true. This is the part I don't understand. I truly feel bad for all the people you scammed. I, I don't. I just don't know what he's talking about. Um, I guess maybe he does, but. Uh, not just because they'll lose their money, but because they all become extremely bitter once they are disheartened. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just, and, and something that Richard said too, and I agree with him and I don't know if this is where Maddie was going as well, but like, if you consider being scammed, you know, buying tops and selling bottoms or whatever, that's just not being scammed. Like losing on paper, uh, n- not actually like theoretically lots of money temporarily, um, is not being scammed yeah it's Uh, on paper yeah it's
1: not real gains it's not real losses uh not until you sell yeah so yeah people that can't handle the dips in the markets and and, you know he even said it we're up 10,000 x we dropped 95 95 percent still to 6,000 x or whatever the hell it is you know it doesn't cancel out everything there's still a lot of people that are in major profit and i can't wait till the next bull market to shut some of these guys up but then again it'll be like well because everybody's yeah. so locked up it's just a very
0: very delayed ponzi
1: and right right it'll it, go on forever it's just it will. It's, it's who they
0: are it's not really what it is or anything it's just who they are and right. how they look at the world and that's okay too like i'm not even going to be overly critical of these people or anything like that can't um, save them all can't save them all. yeah well not only that but like if that's your outlook of the world okay then you would never work in a system like this and that's fine but i don't know how much time you want to waste criticizing it if you see year over year after a year it's not you yeah. know netting the negative results you think it is but
1: um no and but, the hexagons need to yeah. learn to just block people like that you know yeah. a little yeah. engagement is fine uh rough them up a little bit and then just block them because it doesn't do anybody any good. We got to get back to to telling the people that really want to hear what's going on. You know,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Not and Richard doing that on them, and Richard doing that and exposing some of that guy's tweets and stuff. Um, you know, you can call that whatever you want if you want to go down the bullying route or whatever. But to me, it's once again a guy who is actually doing things in DeFi the right way, exposing somebody he feels is doing something the wrong way, and that's what's yeah. so messed up about all this is it, again because of legacy finance everybody has this idea that if you're in a suit and if you act a certain way or whatever you are the one to be trusted and it just it isn't like that anymore not only is it 2022 and people don't act like that all the time anymore but also crypto is different i mean like look at john mcafee for example <laughs> yeah you know, i mean like you're, you're, you know, you're going to have eccentric guys out here and you can be eccentric and create superior products. That's just the way it works. I'm, I'm looking
1: for the disclaimer because I know it's on the website.
0: Yeah. If you (sighs) share your screen. uh, Well,
1: I I don't, I don't see it. Uh, it does say like 67% of eToro users lose money. Uh, I know there's a disclaimer. Oh on, oh, on that guy's stuff, I see
0: what you're. Somewhere. saying. Somewhere.
1: So, I mean, exactly where is their disclosure? Is it maybe it's in the disclosure?
0: I don't. Yeah, see those it usually are not made easy to find. No, That's just kind of the way that goes. Yeah. No,
1: you know, and I do remember, like, um, R- Richard had said it's right on their website. So I thought it yeah. was pretty, uh, pretty easy to find. Maybe not, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, people and like one, that are getting people wrecked. And, and, and yeah. you know, kudos to him for calling out the guys that are doing that shit. Um, you know, he deserves it. If 67% of people are losing money on eToro, and he's there promoting it, and you know damn well the 33% that are making money aren't making near as much as the, the 67 that are losing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, it, you know, it, it's not good. So right. I, I'm glad he called him out.
0: Yeah, and the hex.com disclaimer section, which you can find at the bottom of the page, the whole way to the left, um, is lengthy, uh, well-written. He has an example of the Howie test on here, even for Hex. Um, cool. Legal disclaimer at the bottom, which is very lengthy. So it's all very, I mean, Hex, I think has one of the better sites in crypto. But um, kind of finishing off with the, the last part of this, and it is Hex-centric as well. And that is that we are seeing a lot of the Prominent have been out there for a while. Um, hex content creators, whether on YouTube, podcasts, Twitter, whatever. Um, a lot of them that are notable that, that we know that have been around these markets for a long time, receiving subpoenas, um, or I guess inquiries anyway, from yeah, the SEC. Su- yeah, they're, they're not, not really
1: subpoenas, subpoenas they're uh, they're discovery inquiries. Um, that basically, they're trying to find out if people have been paid to talk about it and Mm. (laughs) I can honestly say nobody's been paid. We love it. Right. You know, we love the product. We see what it is. It's a finished product, you know, and the community has, has gone over and beyond what anybody could imagine to to accomplish some of the things that we've done. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I've personally donated to a lot of these causes like the NASCAR and the the documentary and you know all the other there's so many other little things here and there that we've donated our own money to so to say we're being paid but there's no company to pay us you know we're sure as hell's not getting anything from richard you know hexologist went over to london uh for the the big meetup and the the birthday and sat down went to lunch with richard and Richard made Hexo pay. <laughs> I don't know if you've <laughs> ever heard great. that story. I not, never did. Nah, he never. He didn't good. even buy the guy lunch. Come on, Richard. Know?
0: What is that, man? <laughs> so
1: I mean, well, I, but honestly, yeah, no, probably, I know. I it, it's good. I get he it. didn't. Yeah, it's, it's good. Fair. He didn't. So. I'm with you. That's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's just kind of where it is. It's all discovery, and honestly, I think it's a good thing. Uh, unfortunately, these guys are have to are going to have to spend some money out of their pocket. To hire lawyers and to to get it resolved, but once it does, it's just another mark of excellence on our on our track record. You know, mm-hmm. if yeah. they once they once they see and understand how that the, the hexy community is, um, you know, there's really no question. It, it's 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 not a security. I don't see how they could deem it one. Um, right, and it's just even better it's one of those things we can talk about and say, look, the SEC looked into us already and said it's not a security. Right.
0: I was just gonna say the same thing. It's another huge battle uh, test to just yeah. have happen. Yeah, yep. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's um I guess maybe we could address too now. I wouldn't think that any of our viewers would be somebody who would actually receive one of these since it's more, you know, it seems to be well known content creators, unless it's people out there that we just don't know have gotten one yet. Um, I saw it Trevon had one hexologist. Uh, um, I think that's the only ones we confirm. You know. Maddie um, got one too. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So safe to say they're probably not the only ones, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, to me, once this is all blown over and that's what I think will happen, it's another huge point um, for hex, you know, and for Richard Hart and, and, adding to the legitimacy of this product in a very illegitimate um, sometimes crypto world with people, yep. again, these old suits that want to come in and do things the
1: old way. You know? Well, they want to regulate it so they can get their piece. Right. That's yeah. what it boils down to. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think there's any other way you can twist or frame it. That's what it really comes down to is how do we get a piece of this and still allow it
0: to happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think, I I know you don't have a crystal ball, but what do you think, um, I, I assume with these inquiries is it's just going to be, you know, retain a lawyer, answer their questions. I, I guess it sounds like a good idea to not talk about your investments uh, in the meantime, you know, just right. while this and, stuff is sorted out.
1: And that's why a hexologist today had his last stream and said, you know, the lawyers have advised me not to talk about my investments. Yeah. Um and a lot of the comments were like, Well, Hexo, so. you can talk about pulse chain because it's not out yet. Yeah. And uh he's like, Well, yeah, let's not even let's get down that safe. road yet. Yeah, let's right. just be safe. <laughs> and then he ended up playing uh the song The Final Countdown. I saw from, that from start to finish, and his video ended up getting removed <laughs> because of uh, uh, I guess who is it, Sony Entertainment or something owns the rights to it. Right. Um, so it's gone. It's a, you know, and people were like, oh, no, what happened?
0: Yeah, they think it was
1: something like, yeah, he got rugged by the government. He's yeah, gone. no, it's not. that, <laughs> that. It, It's the fact that he uh, had a copyright infringement and they removed something. Him. He was
0: guilty of. Yeah. Copyright. Yeah, he
1: did. No, he did. He did it. He said he didn't care because yeah. he said it's his last video here for a while until everything gets taken care of. But yeah. he said he would be back. And I, I, I'm glad he's uh, he's been a, a staple to the whole. Mexican community forever and yeah. you know kudos to the guy who streamed that many days in a row every day day I don't know, after how, day. Do I don't know how I did it either um, now obviously he's a stay at home dad uh, so he could take the time to do it well to me day. that's
0: even more even more. I didn't know if he was a dad or not I mean to me that's even more difficult
1: oh he's got right? two little ones yeah he's yeah. got yeah. two little ones and another one on the way and actually his wife got a, a one of those letters too. I saw
0: that Yeah, she got um, one I, too
1: I think what, what that is, is, you know, a lot of couples um, have money funneled through a spouse. Uh, mm. So that, I'm sure that's why it was, uh, you know, it's one of the old business, you know, tricks that there are out there is, well, we'll put this in her name and nobody will right. ever know.
0: It's uh, almost people, like a crypto exchange funneling money through like a party or something like yeah. that.
1: Or, or or a crypto exchange funneling money through their an investment company, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. With a secret back door mm-hmm. to move funds where nobody can really know. Right. <laughs> I want well, to answer Andrew's question okay. here real quick, and my prediction is two. He says, so how many more exchanges go defunct in the next 30 days? Got to think a lot of people are bailing from certain exchanges, and I'm just going to guess two. I don't know the answer i really hope that there's not more. i don't want to see um any of the any of them go down but we kind of need to shake them out unfortunately it's a it's a necessity that we've got to see here to get to the bottom of this this bear market and uh feel the max pain so if you've got yeah. money on exchanges get it off because it might be yours
0: Well, everybody loves this contagion word right now, right? You were talking about the domino effect and everything. And yeah, like one does have to do with the other. There's going to be overlap. I don't know that two more exchanges full blown go down like that. I could maybe see another one go half down or there'd be some really uh, tough news. Um, But yeah, I don't think we'll just see exchanges falling left and right. But I do think it will be good to clean out the crap ones right now. Like we've kind of been echoing throughout this episode. And, um, you know, just get, get rid of the dead weight as we're at the, the dead point of this market and see who comes back. We, mm-hmm. Coinbase is going to come back. Coinbase has become a stable, you know, they, they have, um, say what you want about Brian Armstrong or anybody else with Coinbase or anything, but they, they basically made an effort to be like fully transparent with the government, you know? I mean, well, uh, unfortunately, yeah, that uh, includes, yeah, exactly. includes all the user,
1: users and- information, Yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, But, you know, you have to look at, there's rumors of Huobi uh, having some issues. There's issues currently with the Gemini thing. So we'll see what happens there. Also rumors around Crypto.com. And Crypto.com is one that, you know, I'm kind of concerned about. because I am too. Just like FTX, they kind of happened out of nowhere and exploded.
0: Spent shitloads of money. We're talking
1: spending shitloads of money on arenas or all the sponsorships, uh, crypto.com yep. is on umpire's jerseys. They're on all the F, um, UFC fights. It's on the ring. You know, they sponsored the the crypto.com center as one of the, you know, it's a arena. Yep. Um, they're just everywhere. And Super Bowl ads. It's just, they did a kind of a mirror thing to FTX, which leads me to believe. I hope they weren't doing the same thing, um, but they could have been, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, but I, I just I worry for them because you know I, I I do like their platform. I like their, you know I like their credit card and and you know it's an easy way to throw some money over and spend it. You don't really have to have an on board or war, off board um, off ramp, I guess you could say. Um, it's it just makes it nice and convenient. So I, I worry about them.
0: I think the best thing to say for anybody that's trying to scout for or against an exchange for crypto and the foreseeable futures i one thing i'll say is you do kind of naturally develop this spidey sense the longer that you're in this market and can tell what's good and what isn't and i agree with you full wholeheartedly on the crypto.com assessment for the exact same reasons that you do you know and i it, it honestly i was i know this stuff with genesis gemini going on right now is giving people a red flag i saw months ago that the winklevoss twins i heard somebody say it and this may not mean anything i don't know but it sketched me out enough to not use gemini and i didn't need to anyway so who cares but um they scraped everything to do with gemini from their twitter their mm-hmm. uh, twitter profiles both of them yeah and, they went out
1: on tour and
0: <laughs> yeah, they went out on tour some kind of strange cover band so i was yeah. like um well i mean a lot of a lot, a lot of times when people would mention Gemini and how they're one of the the better exchanges, it would be because oh yeah, it's Winklevoss twins and you know you know that and all that stuff. So it it may be nothing, but for me it was enough to be like, noth- I don't need anything on there. Uh, I like cracking a lot. I don't mind Coinbase. That's where I'll go for now. You know, yep. and again, you're not keeping funds on here <clears throat> for a long time anyway. I mean, like no. I, if I absolutely needed to buy something on Gemini right now, I, I, I'd probably do it and I'd immediately send it out. I mean, I get it out of there to one of my wallets, you know, (laughs) I heard
1: heard someone,
0: you know, I was referring to it as
1: uh, going into the the slums and say you had to you knew that there was something at a pawn shop in the slums that you really wanted. So you get in, you get your stuff and you get out before you get mugged. Well, that's kind of what the exchanges are. Somebody uh, referred to it as something about the uh, the brothel. You know, you go in, yeah. you do, you go in, you do your business and you leave, you don't spend the night. So yeah, you're a little ashamed of it, but
0: it's kind of necessary to do business. And yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. And until we so, have some other kind of on-ramp, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah. yeah. No. And I agree with you. I, I think it's good to have a backup. You know, you said Coinbase and Kraken. Um, I actually did have Coinbase, Gemini and crypto.com. So I'll be kind of hurt if, uh, two of those three go down. Uh, right. I, I am looking at probably opening an account with Kraken. Um, I've heard a lot of good. Things I, I, about rec- it. I recommend Richard, it. My Richard supports it. And he's, you know, he's mentioned that, uh, that exchange quite a bit lately uh, for
0: United States folks. So yes. Yeah. I'm I, easily my favorite and I did. Yeah. And it was nice to hear Richard uh, mm-hmm. uh, go off on a nice tangent about Kraken the other day too. So yeah. yeah um, yeah, so that's the thing. You know, you want to look out for which ones to use and which ones not to use. I think that you and I both, not financial advice, just from our experience, Kraken, Coinbase. I never had any problems with Gemini, and I think their layout's really nice. But I don't know, with things going on right now, I'm not yeah. using it. So, um,
1: well, and yeah. like I said, we don't keep anything there. Even if we did use it, we didn't right. get it out. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. And, and obviously, what you said there, none of this is ever financial advice, it's your money. You press the button and uh, <laughs> do yeah, what you decide to do. We only talk about our experiences and uh,
0: what we're doing. So this can be a mind. dangerous space here and there for somebody who's new, but take responsibility for it. Hedge your bets, stick around, and it's not going to be so dangerous likely after a while for you, because you'll be, uh, you'll be running well, some stuff out here. Yeah, so. And
1: listen to the people who are trying to help you and not, not trying to get you fed to the meat
0: grinder. Yeah um well hey i think this is a good place to wrap it up we covered a lot of great stuff tonight and i'm sure we're gonna have even more ammo to continue on next wednesday night um we well hey that's gonna be thanksgiving eve i just realized so yeah, it uh, is biggest drinking night of the year maybe we should get involved in a little maybe we should partake maybe, a little bit here on the on maybe the we'll have a have a few drinks that's right i'll be
1: getting the turkey ready for the following day there you go um, you know to have the
0: family coming into town and yeah, should be a good time. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. We'll see what uh, drama the crypto universe wants to throw our way until then. Or maybe, maybe they won't. Maybe we'll have a, maybe the, you mm-hmm. know, they'll respect the holiday season. And uh, we'll just kind of have some, you know, some hucksters out there taking a break from crypto. Hey, but hey, f- hey, Frail Boy, get your shit. Off of Gemini. Me and Frail Boy should be friends, I feel like. Broke Boy, Frail Boy. There's some similarities there, right? Dude,
1: we're warning you. We're seeing everything fall around you. Get your stuff. You got six grand on there. You know what that six grand could turn into in the next bull run? Yeah, get it out of there. Get Um, it out of there. Self-custody. I hope it's, if it's Bitcoin or something like that, send it to an Exodus wallet. If it's Ethereum-based, send it to MetaMask. If you need help, look it up. yeah Yeah. get yourself a wallet youtube uh there's all kind of stuff out there on how to download metamask wallets and and things like that just dude take care of yourself man that's
0: that's just silly you're asking for trouble yeah yeah definitely it's uh, ewoks right it's very easy on youtube just to find uh how to set up a metamask wallet exodus whatever um you know and and if i were you and if you can. I'd just do both, you know, send, send a little bit of it to each one and just be careful with what you're doing out there. So. um, And uh, another pointer
1: is if you've got six grand, (laughs) send it in 2000 increments. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't send it all at once. What if you make a mistake Uh, or maybe you've gone over a withdrawal limit or something like that, you know, send it out in little chunks. It's much better than, um, Either having it sent to the wrong place or if they just decide they they don't want to send you your money because it is a large amount, uh, they that could happen. But if you send it in in smaller chunks, chances are you may pay a little bit more in transaction fees, but they will probably go through since they're not major amounts. So that's just a little... A little yeah. hopefully helpful tidbit for you on that.
0: At the very least, just do a test transaction. Send like ten bucks of it or something like that to the wallet that you set up, and then send the rest, whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, cold wallets are the best. Ledger yep. Nano is fine. Uh, yep. uh We're both pretty big fans of uh, Treasure. Treasure T, yeah, yep. is the yep. newest one. Um, but yeah, cold wallets the way to go. So if you can get one of those for sure, so yeah, it's a little um, more advanced. If you know what you're doing, that's yep. the route to go um we got to get out of here for this evening though i think we could probably go another hour with all the things going on in crypto, <laughs> but ewok remind everybody where they can find you uh you can find me crypto ewok youtube uh
1: twitter give us a like give us a subscribe follow um click the
0: bell you know all that good stuff that's where i'm yeah. at I am broke boy crypto b o i. You can find me there on YouTube, obviously, if you're watching there, as well as Twitter, and uh, trying to get a video out every single day. A lot of times, what we'll do is take some some of the best little tidbits out of this stream right here and publish those as well. Since Ewok and I always uh, have some great conversations. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, he chops um, them up and says, "Ewok, I told you so. I read the white paper. It's, it's all yours." Yeah. Life.
0: Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, people, people love your, uh, your Zen response there, but no, I you know, still never... changed my outlook after, uh, after listening to you read the white paper. <laughs> well, you know, never deny what a good, um, uh, thumbnail can do for you. You know, Oh, it's I know. Pretty, pretty crazy. Clickbait um, heaven. Love it. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, thank you to everybody in the chat for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. We're going to keep at this every single Wednesday night, usually at 8 p.m. Eastern. So we will see you then. Uh, Follow us, hit us up, subscribe. We very much appreciate it. and We will catch you next week right here on the Creed of Crypto Podcast.